Guys, this is part two of the episode. If you haven't heard part one yet, what are you doing here? Click on that and listen, and then come back here. For the rest of you, here's part two. Ah, oh, so it was my mouth that made the. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, it was all of us. It just kind of gave us free reign to do it. No, it wasn't yeah. that hard. That's, oh man, that's that's kind of the good thing. As you said, though, that's kind of the. This is the place to do it. That's our free reign. I apologise for making you work extra hard, but sorry. Right. The thing is that I like. I'm only just getting. We've got quite a good balance where I work, and that we did a series before Christmas that mm. I did the um, directing editing and camera work mm. and my mate was the uh was the presenter and also did all the sound work on it so got the tracks and edited it and stuff like that an audition is one that i've never really used and mm. not used that much and i'm only just getting towards the audio elements of like the video as well so this was a str- when we said let's yeah let's just do a podcast it was like the audio was like the hardest thing for me because i'm like yeah i don't know how to doctor that as well as i do how to do video footage effectively I just on on my because I have a, another podcast which Dan is very upset about. Um, when I edit that, to be fair, I just clicked. I just he clicked left me. Eyes. He left before. Them. He left <laughs> before. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. But the timeline of your two of the two podcasts, right? Didn't have people. Wasn't that? Wasn't there an overlap? So he's been over like the whole time. He's been he's been two timing me the whole time. But <laughs> in, in all seriousness, the, the the reason we stopped is because he's a host on a bigger show and didn't want to do it with me anymore. But... <laughs> 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 oh, I wish it was that. I mean, it's not a lie. Um, it is it's bigger. It's got some. It's got some really good guests on it, and I'm going to do a shameless plug for it to go check it out. It's got a lot of good ex and current rugby stars on there now it's very good and yeah um he was just getting too big time for me oh. we oh. asked him to come along to do some to potentially record some content so he was that was good a, yeah was gonna... it was gonna be a bitch basically <laughs> <laughs> there was basically like they've got some press passes they've got some press passes to go somewhere and they were like Shit, we don't really know how to do video that's other than Zoom. Can we ask Dan Star? I was going to borrow all the gear from work, lights, mics, everything. We spoke about it all week. He's like, come and be it. And now, two, three weeks after the fact, he says, I was just going to be a bitch. See, this you is the relationship. <laughs> Dan, you knew this. We couldn't have stood there talking to some of the Saracens rugby players going, just download Zoom on your own phone, mate. I'm going to record it that way. <laughs> how you doing? My name's Gay. <laughs> Who from Saracens did you have, by the way? Um, so, so we were going to go to the Doncaster Saracens game, but then there was a COVID outbreak um, yeah. within one of the camps, and we didn't. But we had um, on the podcast the other week we had Alex Lewington, he's a Saris winger. Um, mm-hmm. We've also had guests from uh, Northampton, uh, well, former Northampton and Stade de France and Wasps player Charlie Davis. There's been like we've had a few fair on at the minute. Lots of them have been linked to us somehow either mm-hmm. through a friend or a friend or whatever but it's who you know in it it's not who you know it's, it's not what you know it's who you know yeah because i mean fucking nothing about rugby <laughs> me and, and i um, lag my way through it week in week out <laughs> we have a lot of um fake blow-ups me and tom 
but the closest we come to actual arguments are when we talk about rugby too much. And then that's like, it's not it's, it, the guests on Pav's part have, have come in the middle of us, basically. It was just like, I think there was one time where we were talking about either it was an England game or a, it might have been Bristol, Bristol Exeter when Bristol beat Exeter. And we were talking about the, the breakdown or something like that. And me and him had different um, opinions on something. And he then used one of his rugby mates to back it up. I'm like, what the fuck does he know? He doesn't even go anywhere near a rook. I'm just going to ask my pro rugby player friend. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, come on. Don't play that card on me. I was like seething at the other end, like tapping away at the screen. I was just like... Oh, that's that's excellent. That's brilliant. So you're so the so I'm guessing you kind of got a bit of a reoccurring role on Passport there, Dan, is that correct? Is that right? Yet to. I want to get involved, but yeah, yet to. Okay. All right. Can we make that happen, Tom? I love how we I'm quite I'm still doing Absolutely the... fucking not, no. <laughs> <laughs> well that's settled then. When we need outdoor it. content, then we'll get Dan in. Okay. That's good. I'm so, up in my after this podcast, I'm up in my fee. <laughs> All right, I'll get you two cups of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Result. I was, getting, I was getting none to start with. Yeah. That's better than, that's better than nothing, isn't it? Yeah. All right, so, um, not, to, not to, well, let's talk about who wants to go first with their sitcom? Let's, who wants to go first? Go on, Dad. You go first, mate. I'll never let you go first. Oh, all right. Oh, this so, is so nice. Have you, have you, Tom? Have you seen New Girl by the Jones? Yeah, I, I've watched it a few times. I think okay. the reason Dan might have started rewatching it again is because we spoke about it on Prop Up the Bar at one point. Ah, okay. <laughs> all right. So, real clear. So, Dan, you chose New Girl as a sitcom. So, why why did you pick New Girl as the one to talk about? I've always loved that sort of comedy. I've watched pretty much all of them. Friends, How I Met Your Mother, Modern Family, New Girl. And I came to New Girl quite late. I don't know the first time it ever came out, but I think I started watching it. 2011, but yeah, my Oh, okay. I think I probably started watching it in 2016 when it was bingeable on some mm. sort of streaming network somewhere. And I watched all of that. Or I was finding it through some dodgy site somewhere, but it was the university day, so who knows. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't know, I just loved it straight away. I think this is just relate to you can relate to different characters depending on like who you are and i guess that's the whole sitcom business effectively mm. but it also kind of at the time as well around it started sparking in me my w- want to write myself which is very weird i have no idea why it just kind of sit like i watched it and then all of a sudden i was like i wanted to create my own ideas and go out and do this and i couldn't get enough of it and i kind of watched it all the way through and i, I loved it mm. and then I've just finished watching it again today, <laughs> all the way through. So which character do you think that you identify with the most? Because I think they're, as you say, they're all very identifiable in their very different ways. Like if you, like with, um, with Schmidt, you've got the overcompensating because of how you were treated in second, how you were treated when you were a child. Um, with Nick, you've got the essentially a lot of childhood trauma which is manifesting in a different different way you've got um winston who's a set who's just love who's love lorn and just wants to be loved you've got coach 
who is essentially the alpha, who everyone wants to be like, even though he's rarely ever there, but he's always he's always referenced. Um, and you've got Jess, who is just out there and a bit and a bit much, but has their heart in the right place. Which one do you think you identify with the most? I think I've got characteristics of scoff three of them. Uh, <laughs> mostly. That's a dangerous combination. <laughs> I know. Although I think me and Tom could be a really good Schmidt and Nick relationship, if I'm yeah, being sure. honest with you. So. Hang on. Right. <laughs> I want I'm sorry. I want to delve into this one a little bit more. If that's all right. I would not have put myself next to either Schmidt or Nick, if I'm honest. Who do you want to be coach? I'd be coach. I think more about the way we talk to each other, Schmidt and Nick, not about the personalities behind it, just that sort of relationship between us. Oh, okay. Not oh, more right. like, I'm not reading anything put past the level. I know what I think I am in terms of the three, and I'll go into that in a sec, but like the way, like just watching it and the interactions they have and stuff like that and how we spoke to each other on this podcast or whether mm. we speak to on our own podcast or our Zooms with uh, the other guys at the weekend and stuff like that. Who did you... Out of, I want to know basically who me <laughs> as. You're Schmidt. I'm Nick. <laughs> Is that because Schmidt was fat when he was younger? No, <laughs> no, he's just it's a bit a, more. It's purely a fat joke, isn't it? It's not purely a fat joke. No, I told you it was nothing past the fact of how we interact <laughs> with each other. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Oh, don't do this to me because now I feel bad. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. Just move on to the next point so I can forget. Uh, I am absolutely loving every second of this fight. <laughs> <laughs> you see what you did? You see what you did? Um, I think a mixture of Nick, Jess and Winston. <laughs> Nick, Jess and Winston. Okay. Yeah. So what are Jess, Stephen? Okay, so why those three? Why those three? Uh, I have the tendency to just be a bit out there. But my, I'd say my heart's in the right place. So mm-hmm. Jess, mm-hmm. Um, Nick, I, I don't know. It's it's a sense of I think he fumbles his way through life and almost is scared <laughs> of finding what he's actually good at because then he'd run with it. And I think I'm in that sort of I'm like trying to find the next path or trying to find what I kind of want to do, but I'm. Also, probably scared of realising it because then you're like, then it opens up so many other different things. And Winston, just because I want to be loved, and <laughs> 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 oh. I love the different. I just laugh at you. <laughs> I laugh. <laughs> You've got one R and one laughter. So <laughs> proper, proper Schmidt style move that is. You know, I. I'd probably say that I'd be a mix of uh, Winston, Nick, and uh, Winston and Nick mainly, with a little, maybe a little bit of, with a little bit of Jess, a tiny bit of Jess. So essentially the same, essentially the same as you, but maybe for different reasons. Because like Jess has got like like Jess has got a lot of out there, I love out there ideas, which I will fight. I always fight to put into place. Um, Winston, we have the same lack of attention span, which is 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so true. Yeah. So true. Oh, yeah. Um, who's the other one? Nick. So, yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, and Nick, because, yeah, kind of in a place in my life at the moment where I'm not really sure where everything is going, but I'm content, if that makes sense. Yeah, he always is. He always is content. Hmm. So I, I want to see who does Tom think he is. Oh, you can tell we've all done podcasts before we all ask questions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you. Know, it's really hard to uh, when you interview to then become the interviewee. Um, well, I, I think, think I think it's good. I think there's like I think it's almost better to interview people who have got more well, who have done. A, at least a few episodes of their own podcast because mm. then uh, there's kind of like it's kind of like a tango isn't it and you can take turns to be the lead no matter what who's in charge of the show but yeah it's a little dance and I really quite like the dance and you're dancing oh, quite well boys well done I never got I never got to lead on prop up the bar and if it ever comes back you're never gonna I got, no, I, got Chief's, I got Chief's corner and that was it yeah, and even that's getting cut from the next series. Um, <laughs> I think I probably do have the, uh, an element of coach, but I think that is purely the what I say goes mentality kind of thing. Um, I don't have I don't have a what I say goes, but I can put something across that way. I'm quite easily persuaded, but I can put something across the same way coach would mm. of going. Um, like this very- is what we're doing. Like you're very strong-minded and you've got a reason yeah. behind why you're saying that this is the right thing to do. Oh, mate, yeah. If you can say anything with confidence, people believe you. Um, <laughs> I spent three years studying politics. It was taught to us. Um, so I'd say that element. I'd say probably Nick in the sense of I react like Nick to some like something sometimes. You know how he kind of gets like what? completely – something bad happens – a bit of rational thinking comes in sometimes. Um, really there. Oh, also, uh, Cece, because she's the sensible one. Like She's down to earth, so I'm uh, a little bit of Cece, I think. Hmm. Yeah, oh, shit, I forgot about Cece. Like, she... Fuck me, she's beautiful. It should... I know, I know it's, it's... Yeah, fuck me, she is absolutely stunning. I mean, she's a great actress and she's funny at the same time, but my God, is she... I mean, in the... I love her. That's that, that, that's one of the reasons I quite like New Girl, you know, is because not because of Cece's looks, but obviously <laughs> Jess is kind of the main character, and she's she's very much uh, um, she's absolutely stunning as well. She's if she's listening, she's my type. Um, but <laughs> so we just she's know like, if you're listening, marry Tom. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Why does he get us all up? <laughs> no, um, just in case she is listening, I've. I'll go red if she responds. Um, no, just just I think normally you you see programs, and if someone's meant to be uh, not even that good looking, um, they're still kind of glammed up to the top. Whereas Jess is the whole the whole point of her attractiveness is her personality as well as her kind of her plain Jane-ness of not having to go. She will openly not kind of put stuff on to, to look good on dates and things because actually there's more to beauty than makeup which i which i like um as a whole kind of demographic of that of that show 
It's always ironic, though, when there's a character on a TV show that says there's more to beauty than makeup, when the actor playing the character has definitely had to have had makeup to be on camera. Oh, 100%. 100%. And I'm not saying that at any point that... Um, I think her name's Hannah Simone or something that plays Cece. Yeah. Has to have loads of makeup on. But obviously makeup artists in film and TV are so clever. They can yeah. they can make someone look like they've not got loads of makeup on. Um and vice versa. Mm. I mean, so, three blokes probably shouldn't talk about makeup. <laughs> <laughs> three relatively privileged blokes shouldn't be talking about makeup. Moving moving swiftly on. Yeah. Yeah. On so, my podcast, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Edit this one. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, all of that all of that shit's all of that shit's staying in, lads. So just so you know. Um I should have so, slipped the seat word in halfway through, so you had to edit. <laughs> You know what's really scary as well is the fact that I normally had, on hours, I had total control. If I didn't like anything I said, I could just take it out and and rescind the total control. There was was even one point that I said something at the end and I found it hilarious and he edited it out. So I listened to it and then told him to be able to put it back in. (laughs) We came to an agreement on my side at the end of that. I was just like, yeah, it's probably not the best thing to put in. He's like, yeah, you're probably right. And then it was all good. What did I say? I can't remember. It was like very early on. Yeah, I think they might have been probably talking that. about makeup on Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> we've, we've, been, we've been around this before. <laughs> so, if you were to remake New Girl, how would you do it? Like, forget any oh. any chance of a reboot or anything like that. How would you How would you remake it? I don't know because. You've not seen the latest series, so it's kind of hard to, or the last series, so it's kind of hard to talk about like that. But them getting that almost gave them the way to perfectly end it. They tied up so many different storylines and they mm. looked at all the, the majority of the characters that had been seen over six series were then given their airtime in season seven. Mm. So that's almost like that was the perfect remake because you got your boy gets girl ending at season six but almost you had <laughs> you've ruined it man boy could get any girl we've talked about god <laughs> you see rouse me up it gets me so easy i don't normally buy it <laughs> i don't know um I've... it's such a repeatable format isn't it and it's why it works so much it's like it's got five or six characters with unique different personalities that all gel pretty much around a certain place Mm. for friends it's mostly the the apartments and the cafe for how i met your mother it's the apartment upstairs and the bar for new girl it's the loft and the bar and a few other bits it's like a Mm. it's a repeatable format that works quite well And I don't know, that's not answered your question at all. I've answered a question like a politician there because I've not answered your question at all because I do not have the answer. I don't know how to don't know how to remake it. What you'd basically do is you'd create another situ- another situation comedy with five with five friends and that's yes. what they mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I have had ideas for those. I've put those in my phone at different times. I'm like, oh look at this. I can I've just got to get five different characters. Mm. <laughs> and then, I was gonna say all, all you said is copy and paste every other American sitcom, which is crazy to TV about group friends. <laughs> uh, do you know what I like about you know what I like 
I know this question wasn't for me, and I do apologise for trying to be centre of attention again. Sorry, right, please save me. Save me! I'm floundering over. I'm like drowning. <laughs> this is I the like most. Att- this is the most attention that you've been given on a podcast, isn't it? He's <laughs> <laughs> starting to get vertigo. Bless him. Have a sit down, a glass of water, mate, and you'll be able to have a pre juice, granddad. You'll be fine. Um, what I like in sitcoms is, you know, they have the off the odd episode where they go and focus on one of the main characters who isn't the main character. So, like, mm-hmm. like when Coach went off, it'd be cool to have, like, a little few series to see what happened when he disappeared and, like, what Winston does when Jess and Nick and, and me are doing other stuff. So the, the I like that kind of when sitcoms do that and go take the storyline kind of almost a different way. So, um, when they, so when they spin off, well, a spin-off series... So not a spin-off series, but just a spin-off like one or two episodes, just because it, everything seems to end all in the same place when actually it's mm. it's interesting because it's five complete, not completely different people, but five or six people who lead different lives who are just kind of thrown together in this mm. in this situation. So I always find it, I remember years ago, and it was years ago, there was a Simpsons episode, right? And I, know, I don't remember what episode it was, what series it in? But there was a uh, a newspaper that landed at the start of each segment of this episode. A newspaper. I know the one. I know. I know the one. Yes. Yeah. It's it's absolutely great because they just focus on each character's day, mm-hmm. and it's mint. And I think that's just a good format for an, for an episode of it because then you can just like loop it round and see how it all fits. So it's it's a great episode. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know where to find that episode of Simpsons apart from Disney Plus. Uh, yeah. I just couldn't bother to filter through it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, why would you? It's like 30 odd series. 30 odd seasons. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, so, Tom, what about Superstore then? What was? Why did you choose Superstore as your? I'll tell you what. Superstore. It's it's not new. I think it's probably about five or six years old now. But it only yeah. came up on my uh, suggested or you might like on Netflix of So I don't know if it's only just come on Netflix or if it went off and came on. But it's just a completely different, for me, I've not seen a sitcom quite like, obviously there's characters which are clearly based on kind of foundations of other characters and stuff, but just the whole idea of uh, writing a sitcom around a workforce within a superstore, which is very... That was my idea. Don't tell me about this because I can. If I if I just write this now, I'm, I'm going to have to say, yeah, I've heard of it before. I could just copyright it with that. No, just, no, I just, just write one. Just write a sitcom about someone that buys a bar, owns a bar. Um, maybe start Danny DeVito in it. I don't know. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but that whole idea and the, the conflicts of characters, like there's not what because because I think the beauty of what it is, you know, in like other things like friends and new guys, there's always a common denominator on interests, uh, common interests, sorry, not denominator. But in Superstore, the only reason these people are together is because they get paid to be together because they work in a Superstore and they necessarily would never, ever cross each other's paths. And there's some absolutely mint characters in it, which, I mean, I've worked in retail. I don't know if either of you have, but it's an interesting place to work because mm. you do get things together with people that you would never, ever talk to. And you just have to get on because at the end of the day, if you don't get on, it makes a crap job. Well, not, not a crap job, but a, a tedious job, more tedious. Mm. Um, 
but it's just, just the whole demographic of the characters just just makes me giggle. Even though some of the characters frustrate me, mm. just because they're so real. <laughs> <laughs> what because they're so what because you come across them so many times. Yeah, and their personalities are obviously kind of volume eleven as opposed to kind of the normal normal of volume five, but mm. just the the kind of the. The like we spoke before we recorded Bo, who's the mm. young fiance slash husband throughout the that thing of uh, the seventeen year old, and it's just such a weird relationship because he is obviously a, a medium sized fish in a flipping mug of water. <laughs> he thinks he's bees knees and he's got the dog bollocks, and I think like he he got hit by like. He got hit by a car and he got a five grand conversation and wanted to splash it out and everything. And he kind of talks like Tim Westwood, you know what I mean? And (laughs) just characters like that who I'm just like, I know so many people who have come into stores, not necessarily young and talk like that, but have that kind of, I've got money, so I'm just going to play what I want it. I looked looked up the, the actor that played him, that plays him, right? And he's going to be 40 this year. He, he, and he's got, he's, I think he's just got a young face, isn't he? Yeah, really, yeah. So he can play young. And fair play to Fair play to him. He's great. And, and so, I mean, go on. No, you go on. Go on. Something, something that I, I liked about it, and I used to love watching Ugly Betty. Hmm. When I, America when Ferrer. Was, yeah. And she plays Amy in the, in, um, yeah. Superstar. And she's kind of, it kind of revolves around mainly her and uh, Jonah's relationship and friendship. And I just think she's quite a good actress as well. Um, she was also in How to Train Your Dragon 1, 2, 3, but carry on. Because, yeah, I've been mate, carry- Right. Great if film. I'd known we could have spoken about How to Train Your Dragon, <laughs> I would not have mentioned Superstore. That's not my favourite set of films. <laughs> you need the Laws of the Rings when you've got the How, how to Train Exactly. Your Dragon. Exactly. Who needs who needs Frodo when you've got hiccup? Oh, exactly. Who needs Frodo when you've got hiccup? Amazing. So, Amazing. I'm getting that tattoo just above my <laughs> <laughs> Is there any I'm room sure. left? I'm sure. <laughs> lots of room. <laughs> I thought you'd showed it. <laughs> I'm sure the people at DreamWorks will absolutely love you for this. Free advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Backhanded so, shot by the lake is going to look a little bit different next time. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like an advert. Something very different. <laughs> Can you have like hiccup, like with his mouth gaping open above your crack? <laughs> I thought you were going to say gaping elsewhere. So yeah, we can do it above your crack. <laughs> that seems like the safer option of what my mind went to. <laughs> so. Um, if you were going to remake Superstore, how would you do it? Everyone's answer looks better than I did. Okay. <laughs> what did I do? do? you know what? How would I make it? I think it's, I mean, it's not going to be the only one of its kind because I've not watched every American sitcom out there because mm. for me, I, the only problem with American sitcoms is it tends to be very American. Um, that does happen with American sitcoms, yes. 
And, and, I know, but it's a, it's a different type. Of, it's a completely different type of humour, isn't it? You know what I mean? Uh, um, I mean, I'm one of the only people in the camp who I prefer the UK office to the US office because I just think the UK humour is a lot. I'm a lot for the dry humour. But how would I make it? I don't know. I think I'd probably exclude some of the characters I dislike, like <laughs> like Bo and Dina. But I guess they they add to it and their naivety of how they're perceived is kind of the beautiful thing of it like everyone thinks they're no one no one in it is trying to hurt anyone and everyone just wants to get by and they all know where they're in this situation together and actually them trying to be a good person pisses off other people but that's kind of the beauty of society and that sounds really deep but community is everyone a majority of the time everyone's trying to get to the same place but people just take different routes and it, it kind of just reflects kind of the the, the beauty of <laughs> conflict within society. Mm. By conflict, I mean one-on-one arguments as opposed to World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> Can the record just please state, whilst that was a very good deep answer, neither of us have answered Answer your the question. question yeah, so, was going to so like none of us. <laughs> well, uh, I said well, I I think I, I think if it was if I was to remake it, I'd probably, you can tell you can tell it's slightly politics, can't you? Oh, so, so <laughs> I think well, yeah, you got basically a politician and a and a journalist. You are never going to get an answer. <laughs> 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 um, but I think if, if I was to remake it, I think I'd probably take some of the characters and show their friendship a little bit more because there's a lot of characters which have clear friendships in the show um i mean like garrett and dina there's this weird friendship they kind of no strings attached sexually but there's clearly a, a liking between there and you don't actually see much of it but i think both of the characters are so, like garrett for me is how every person thinks they are when they work and they're the kind of laid back chilled i don't give a toss but i'm here so i'm gonna i'm gonna do the work kind of Everyone thinks they've got that attitude anyway, but actually he is the personification of called in when you work in the superstore. <laughs> and then is this kind of, I've got authority, but actually she has less authority than she thinks she has. But that friendship and relationship is, it's actually quite sweet in a way, but you don't get to see how it flourishes properly. Mm. Um, so I probably would have kind of shone, shone a bit more of a light on, on that type of stuff if that, is an answer to the question you desire me to That ask. is a very good answer to the question, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you very much can for I, that. Can I, can I open another side of that? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, lads. Um, so I'm going to go have my dinner, so I'm going to wrap, wrap this up. Um, tell people where they can find you on social media and stuff. Go yeah, Chief. I go first, mate, so I've got a lot more than you. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. I got this. I got this. <laughs> uh, mostly just um, at Bobbins1994 on Instagram. I post mm-hmm. some funny videos every now and then. He Sometimes I'm just sat up a tree. To yeah, be fair, so. I've got to say, yeah. I, I've got to yeah. say, I really appreciated the Christmas tree video. The Christmas tree video you did. <laughs> that was a TikTok special, but I t- twisted it a little bit and decided <laughs> to go, yeah, But yeah, I'm working on a new series at the moment of my own, where I think I'm just gonna, I'm gonna crack up uh, slowly over the next couple of months, where lockdown's really getting to me, and I'm just gonna through a visual medium, show everyone what's going on inside my brain. And it's going to be me talking to me. So that Amazing. should be quite fun. Yeah. 
So I've got like a, I've been planning it this week and behind me, you'll be able to see the photos and stuff like that. So I'm going to do something that's from travels and whatnot. I'm going to do something along the lines of beyond the lens or beyond the photo because there's so much story that goes beyond there. But the way I've kind of location scouted it out, there's going to be two versions of me, Mm. one that's sat on my bed and the other one that's out there being filmed by a drone and they talk to me, they talk to each other. So yeah. That's good. Uh, that's good. That's uh, to be fair, that sounds mint. I've not heard that idea, but I, I do feel I feel like I should apologise for it. You feeling like you have to create extra work to give you the spotlight because <laughs> I clearly didn't give you enough and proper the work. Uh, oh, I knew what I was getting into when I got into it. So yeah, this is this is just me rebalancing it and just I've got control over my own social channels. Yeah, I, I wonder why you hadn't told me about that. Just in case I tried to <laughs> wrestle my way in. Um, for me, you. You can find me on Instagram at uh, Tom1994Ryan. I guess I just paste candid pictures of me and my new hamster, who's asleep at the minute, Gabe. Um, if you want to, if you enjoy rugby or want to hear funny stories about people getting pissed, you can listen to Pod, which is on all the normal uh, places. And yet you can still catch up and pop up the bar as well, to be fair. We're still on Spotify and Apple and stuff. And who knows, we, we might try and come back over the next few months when the masters and things enough and but mainly i should probably promote the charity more than myself uh, <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool if people could go to hype with mike foundation on instagram or on facebook and have a look at our stuff in there and give us a follow and a share all right lads it's been an absolute pleasure as always um yeah have, have a good evening and we'll chat again soon see you later see you Great later fun. thank you mate see you later. in a bit in a bit